Listener Production. Hello, welcome to The Briefing. Tom Tilly with you, joined by Katrina Blowers. And Katrina, a really interesting briefing from you today where people are getting cosmetic procedures to try and replicate the way they look in their AI filter online. Yeah, so I guess it used to be the case that you'd rock up if you, you know, were getting a treatment done, you'd rock up. It's the same as going to the hairdresser. You'd take a picture of your favourite celebrity. You go, I want to look more like... Kendall Jenner or, I don't know, Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) Make me look like this. But now people are taking in photos of themselves, but with this filter on and saying, actually, make me look like this. People also see themselves online with filters and they say, I've seen myself look like this. Or they have a certain specific picture on their head. Like last week I had a young girl, she wanted to look like a Bratz doll. Wow, okay. So what are the people in the industry saying about this? Well, they're worried about it because uh, a lot of the time, especially with this new AI filter that we're going to talk about today, it's called Bold Glamour and it's all over TikTok right now. It takes a lot of filler on top of a lot of filler to look like that. So cosmetic surgeons like the one we're going to talk to today, they're turning people away. We're also going to talk about a very concerning new trend that's also all over TikTok. It's at-home dentistry and it is as scary as it sounds. That is our briefing right after today's headlines. Let's get into them. It is Tuesday the 18th of April. The National Disability Insurance Scheme has lost its way and needs a reboot, and that is coming from its minister, Bill Shorten. He'll give a speech today explaining how the $34 billion scheme needs to be fixed. Part of the problem, he says, is the ballooning costs. It's expected to cost $50 billion per year by 2025 and just keep going up from there. Uh, He also claims there are criminal syndicates ripping off the scheme and concerns around who can claim the NDIS. Yeah, quite interesting to see Bill Shorten going hard on their own scheme. Um, This was introduced by a Gillard Labor government and I think there will be some relatively simple ways of stopping the scheme bleeding money, like stopping the criminal element, but there'll be much harder decisions around who can access this scheme. Those people with autism sometimes fall into a grey area, which can be heartbreaking to define. And Australians have lost a record $3.1 billion in scams last year. That's according to the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission. So the number of scams reported has actually dropped, but the amount of money being scammed has jumped a massive 80%. So on average, victims are losing $20,000 over a year, which is a 50% increase on the previous year. The ACCC also says that 30% of people don't report being scammed, so the actual figure is even worse. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. There's so much shame associated with being scammed. People Mm. even my age, it's not just older Australians, it's younger Australians being hit up by this too. And it's it's incredibly embarrassing. This isn't helped by the revelations that are included in this ABC report where they asked a Russian group why they target us. And they said that Australians are the most stupid humans. Um, yeah, that's got to hurt. Also, it's not just individuals. I mean, the government admitted during their election campaign that Australian corporations were soft targets, and you only have to look 
back through history. I mean, Optus, Medibank, Energy Australia recently, Latitude Credit Card. During that election campaign, Labor said they were going to set up an anti-scam centre. So that still hasn't happened. I imagine that would be quite hard to get everyone on board, but we need all those corporations and banks to come together and, and we need some hard laws here too. Mm, I'm quite hurt by that that statement from that Russian person <laughs> to the ABC that we're the most stupid humans. Maybe we're the most trusting, nice humans. Better being evil. I, I definitely think we need to turn that presumption around. And an Australian man has died walking the Kokoda track. The 48-year-old fainted whilst walking. Uh, CPR was attempted. Then he was rushed to hospital where he died. So this is the 96k jungle trail through Papua New Guinea, uh, which marks the site of the fierce fighting between Australian and Japanese troops during World War II. A lot of people do this every year for charity and Ah, it's incredibly difficult. And some people, I guess, who are a little bit older or, you know, even people who haven't done much by way of fitness before and they've trained specifically for this, I don't think you can underestimate how gruelling this is. And and I wonder whether there needs to be some sort of rigorous test before you go. But then again, I mean, you can can have a medical incident just running around Mm. the block. So... That's yeah. right. When you get thousands of people doing something, there's always going to be an, you know, some level of incidence of medical problems. Look, I guess in, in a kind of a perverse way, it just reminds you how hard it was for our troops. And people wanting cosmetic surgery will need to be assessed for psychological issues from July. Wow. So that's pretty soon. So anyone wanting a facelift, a nose job, a boob job, even Botox will need a GP referral. I wonder if that includes existing patients. Uh, the surgeon then has to assess the patient for underlying psychological conditions and ask them what their motivations are for getting it. Like maybe they have a perceived need to please others. I'd say that'd be the case for getting, <laughs> I don't know, your hair foiled or something as well. Uh, this will happen using a validated psychological screening tool, which is apparently still under development. We're going to be digging into this a little bit more with a cosmetic surgery consultant who says she's seeing more and more young people whose motivations she's a little bit concerned by and she's been turning them away. Yeah, well, it'll be really interesting to see how this psychological assessment actually works, like which motivations will preclude you from from getting work done and whether... (laughs) Holding up your AI filter might be one of them. (laughs) Higher cheekbones, thinner noses, smoother skin, fuller lips. Filters and injectables aren't new, but the first AI filter, which you might have even used yourself on TikTok, called Bold Glamour, is new and it's making people worried because of how realistic it is. And unlike other filters, this one still works when you move your head or if you put your hands in front of your face. It is absolutely seamless. I've given it a go. So not only has this taken filters to the next level, there are some concerns it's leading to a plunge in people's self-esteem as they compare their real faces to something 
well, fake. Dr. Rand Younes owns the Smile Collective Clinic and she's been turning young people away because they're wanting more and more work done on top of the filler they've already got. And she's worried about dangerous trends like at-home dental work that are also trending on social media right now. Dr. Younes, what have you noticed people asking for in the last six months or so? I've seen a trend where a lot more people, especially younger people, are coming for fillers or for cosmetic treatment. They just see, oh, I saw this online. Can I get something similar? And sometimes it's just unrealistic expectation or takes a lot more than what people think. Like it's a simple non-surgical procedure. But online, they see it a lot on social media and influences or filters that it's I think there's this perception that it's simple, it's reversible, let me give it a try. Especially after the lockdowns and people sitting on Zoom, they just, I noticed this in my selfie or I noticed this when I'm on camera, can I change this about myself? This surprises me because it's not cheap to get fillers and cosmetic injectables. What what kind of ages are we talking about here of people coming to see you? You'd be surprised a lot of people in their early 20s who would budget everything else in their life but prioritize this cosmetic treatment. I was really surprised that, you know, you think younger people, they're just at uni or they just got into the workforce, but it's become a priority for a lot of people, uh, especially younger girls. They're feeling this self-consciousness that I want to look a certain way. I would prioritize that because it's an investment in my self-confidence, which it is sometimes, but I think it's hard to draw the line when someone is so gorgeous, they're really pretty and they don't need anything. And you have to explain to them, no, you're beautiful the way you are, just embracing and loving yourself. But also there's a rise in ladies and even um, gentlemen in their thirties. I see they're coming and they're starting to see the first wrinkle and they're like, can I get something done? I still want to look my younger self. Who are people trying to emulate right now? I mean, Chrissy Teigen has made a lot of headlines because she had the the buckle fat pad removal, which is where you get that fat in the lower cheeks taken out so that your cheekbones are really high. And then Kylie Jenner, she admitted she had some lip filler done and people really wanted to look like her. What are people saying to you about who they want to look like and the kind of look they want to emulate? I think it's fair to say that celebrities have opened this whole new industry in the cosmetic and aesthetic field, especially after Kylie Jenner got her lip fillers. It was very, very popular among young people. Not only that, people also see themselves online with filters and they say, I've seen myself look like this or they have a certain specific picture in their head. Like I last week I had a young girl, she wanted to look like a Bratz doll and she, you know, the lips. So, you know, they usually have their lower lip line a bit wider and a lot thicker than the top lip line. And it just gives this really nice effect. But to get to that step, there's a lot of stretching of, you know, the skin and the first tissue of the lips. And it's not pretty straightforward, but people come with this vision that this is how I want to look like. This is how, you know, get me there. What do you say in that instance? Have you ever said no to someone? Yes. You know, aesthetics and cosmetics is an amazing field and you can change someone's confidence and the way they feel about themselves and the way they go on with life. 
and in the right hands. It gives really amazing results. And I think the right aesthetician would know when to say no and when this is enough. And sometimes, unfortunately, I've had patients who are like, but someone else would give it to me. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm really sorry. I just don't feel comfortable being that person. I think this is what is proportionate for you. This is what looks amazing on you. Stick with that. And they usually come back and they see it. They're like, I'm so grateful that you didn't make me go for that look. Because what people fail to realize that celebrities disclose some things. They don't disclose everything. It's not just the filler that Kylie Jenner has got. She has contoured her face. Uh, her chin had, you know, fillers. It's not just her lips. It's more than one thing. And we know because we've got the experience, but people see a photo and they're like, oh, it was a two mil filler. Like, can I get that? And it's like, no. That's not what you need. Yeah, this is the thing. So I work at Channel 7 and I get my hair and makeup done quite a lot. So I'm working with really experienced hairstylists and, and makeup stylists. And we often, you know, look through Instagram or look through magazines and whatever. And they point out to me, they're like, that's not her real hair. You know, <laughs> she's had this done. She's had that done. And these are things that you say they don't disclose. Um, you mentioned filters before and people wanting to look like filters. One filter that's caused a lot of controversy is the bold glamour look on TikTok. Um, yes. You've used it. Why do you think this one is particularly dangerous? I think it's dangerous because it's so realistic. Usually filters, they have like a bit of a cartoon effect. And when you move, they move away from your face. Whereas this one, I've tried it myself. It brings out this new version of you, that a, a, a truly a glamorous version of yourself that you probably haven't seen before. And it's so realistic. It's AI. And even if you move side to side and fast movements, it's still there. It creates this dissociation between who you are and what you see. Like after I saw it, my eyebrows, I was like, okay, I need to change my style of eyebrows. I need to change the way I do them. And a lot of people would look and be like, oh, I need to get my cheeks contoured. I need to get my jawline. And there is a trend you can actually look up on TikTok where people are like looking up, you know, how do I get my jawline snatched this way because of, they've seen it in this filter. It's quite dangerous, especially for young people. It creates this dissociation in who they are and what they look like. See, this is crazy. You work in the industry and you know everything there is to know, but it even impacted you. It even made you have second thoughts about your own appearance. A hundred percent because, I mean, the filter was so good. It made my eyebrows look really nice. I was like, why not? Let's, let's just do it. If this is, <laughs> if this will give me a better look, let's just go for it. But I must admit the filter was so unrealistic. Like it, it didn't look like me. It's looked like a celebrity version of myself. And thankfully I'm quite aware that I was like, no, this is, I'm very happy with my natural look. We can enhance. That's the thing. We can enhance our natural look. There's nothing wrong with that. We can do little tweaks here and there and feel better about ourselves. I think it's just drawing that line where feeling confident and content with who you are versus going all out because you're just not happy. It's a really dangerous cycle. Once you start, you cannot stop. And I see it even with my dental patients. They come for, let's say, I've had a patient this week, actually, this is yesterday. He asked for very natural teeth. 
and I've given him that and he was so happy. A month later, he's like, I want the Hollywood look. And you have to take your your patience. I think you have to assess where it's coming from. It's usually deeper than just the look. It comes from sometimes, not all the times, it comes from some sort of insecurities. We have to dig deep into people's psyche. Why, why are they seeking this treatment? Why do they want more? How can I help them stop it? How can I help them see that there's nothing wrong with what you have at the moment? You just embrace yourself. Which is a big responsibility to put on you. Uh, I would love to talk about a trend that I've only just recently been made aware of, and this is all over TikTok, DIY dentistry, where people are using nail files to file their teeth straight. They're using bleach to whiten their teeth at home, and even being able to buy those hooks that dentists use to clean your teeth, to clean their own gums. Talk to me about this and why it is not a good idea. I'm so glad you bring it up because I've seen the trends too, and it's really, really dangerous. They cannot underestimate the effect that it has on their health long-term. Filing your teeth or bleaching your teeth, you're automatically harming the first layer of your tooth. The first layer is the enamel. It's a protective layer. It's created to add that enhanced white look because the second layer is made out of nerves and it's yellow. So we really need that first layer. Once we we remove that, that layer, then we're exposing it to the nerves, which means sensitivity, decay, long-term problems. Some people might not need anything and then end up needing a root canal, which means you probably need a crown or sometimes the tooth has to be removed. It's quite dangerous long-term. And especially that, you know, what you mentioned is the ultrasonic, the, the tool that's kind of popular now on TikTok. I've seen the ads everywhere where people can just take it and just clean around their gums. So it's it's being promoted that you don't no longer need to go to your dentist. You can just remove it yourself. The way the tool works usually in the dental chair, it's a sharp instrument and we use it to go under your gums to remove all the tartar and the bacteria. And we use water at the same time to flush it out. So the water is actually cools down the nerve so we don't burn it. When you go around without water, you're actually risking damaging your nerve, burning your tooth, and your gums will not be flushed out. So you still have all that bacteria sitting there. Long term, if you're looking at costing yourself thousands of dollars in treatment that you possibly did not need. That was Dr. Rand Younes, who owns the Smile Collective Clinic. I guess, where do we go from here? We could ask for more disclosure from celebrities, although that's unlikely to happen. What I have noticed is growing calls for filters, uh, when you use filters on Instagram or TikTok for there to be disclosure of that, for that to come up on your post. And I'm a fan of that. I think if a picture has been digitally altered, then we should fess up about it because especially people who have lots of influence and lots of followers who are young, impressionable people, I think we need to be honest about what we're doing to our images. And if it's not really us, then we should say that. Anyway, that's my two cents. Listener.